Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. Today we're going to talk about the impacts of inflation on agriculture, particularly as it relates to the prices of inputs and equipment that farmers and ranchers need to grow their crops and feed and care for their livestock. It's been a challenging year and now Russia's invasion of Ukraine could put more strain on the supply chain and prices. I am joined today on Arkansas AgCast by Heath Donner. He's a fifth generation farmer from Mississippi County. Heath, welcome to the show. Appreciate it, Rob. Good to be here. Well, uh, today I wanted to talk to you about about input costs and what you're seeing out there with inflation and what that means for uh, farmers like yourself. So I guess to get started, tell me a little bit about your operation and what kind of crops you grow. Uh, my father and I, we grow, uh, our grow crop farm in Mississippi County. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, uh, we grow peanuts, cotton, corn, and soybeans. Um, a lot of our acres in the peanuts and, uh, cotton this time, uh, partially into the drains, but, uh, a lot of our acres this time is going to be in cotton and peanuts. All right. So what are you seeing out there? I mean, obviously you're, you're preparing here for, for planting season and it's an important time of year. You're getting ready for all this. What are you seeing with the, the costs of, of inputs and the, uh, everything from equipment to the supplies, to the inputs you need to get those crops going and how are you planning and how's it impacting your planning? What, what we're seeing right now, Rob is, uh, we're having there there's issues with supply on the equipment side mm-hmm. uh i know guys that have ordered new equipment not necessarily us but guys that have ordered new equipment that they simply can't get it's been on order for uh months and months and and it the the delivery date just keeps getting pushed back and back and back right. uh we were looking for upgrade parts for a planner and we can't get them they're just not even out there anymore uh, it's one of those deals they're saying June, July. Well, that puts us past planting time. Wow. And so, uh, and, and they've actually, the suppliers have cut these guys off, the dealers off in July of last year. Oh, man. And so this has been something that, you know, that particular thing is, and, and, and it, we get different answers from everybody, whether it's COVID or, you know, it's, shipping issues or whatever but right the the fact is still the same we're not able to get it and then we're uh we're also uh seeing the input prices be higher right. and it depends on what input that is on how much higher uh really about the only thing right now that i've found that was uh flat is our seed cost. Our seed cost probably should be real similar to what it was last year, uh, which, you know, that's one of our bigger yeah. input costs anyway, but it, it is uh, really for once it's, it's flat rel- or relatively flat. So there is uh, in all of that, there's a tiny bit of good news and that, that piece is our, that's not bad. That's right. The, in the, in the grand scheme of things, that's, that is the silver lining. Uh, it's the fertility products and, and even the the herbicides uh, sounds like are going to be up significantly. Uh, uh, those are the issues, the probably the biggest issues, and fertility probably being the highest 
percentage increase when you look at the total bottom line. Yeah. Uh, it, it's going to at least probably be double this time uh, as far as what it cost in fertility on our farm. Oh, wow. So, you know, how does that, you know, when you're sitting there and you're trying to plan this out and you're seeing these, these bigger costs, uh, how does that impact what you're planning to do and how much you're planning to do? Well, and that's, that, that goes back to a crop mix deal. And, and one of the things that, uh, with our peanuts, we don't have a lot of fertility products that we have to deal with. Uh, peanuts are a legume and so they don't require any extra nitrogen. And so that's going to be a big plus, uh, for the peanut market, uh, that that we don't have that increase in cost on those issues you know on those items right because it's not even it's not a factor uh i think i think you'll see uh to a, a degree a switch from corn to soybeans in in areas that it, like ours where guys either rotate or uh a lot of guys might grow corn uh in a rotation with cotton and they may throw in more soybeans this time, but simply because you don't have near the fertility cost uh, with that as you do corn. Okay. So, and that that's one way it's impacted your planning is how much of, you know, you're chosen to go with peanuts, uh, you know, a little that's bit right. more because of that. That's right. It, it, it makes the bottom line on peanuts uh, look a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, peanuts have not had the increase in uh, commodity price like the corn, cotton, and beans have had. They've all had a run up of, uh, you know, fifty percent over the last year, almost, and an increase in price. And peanuts have not had that. But that being said, uh, peanuts still, according to like the university budgets, mm-hmm. still remain one of the more profitable crops because they are a little more insulated from those yeah, increases that we're seeing in the other crops. Well, talk a little bit too, going back to the equipment issue. And, you know, like you said, some people haven't been able to get the new equipment and you were just looking for some parts and have had some, some trouble with that. How does that, you know, that seems to back you into a corner. You know, if you're, if you're needing some of that equipment, uh, what do you do as a backup plan? Do you try and, uh, haul out some old equipment that you had or go searching it, it, all over the place for the part, you know, I mean, what, what do you do in those situations? Well, and we were, we were looking for up what I would consider to be upgrade parts, taking an mm-hmm. older planner and redoing it and, and upgrading it. Cause it was either that or, or go buy a, a newer planner. Right. Well, <laughs> the prices auction prices, for example, this, this winter have been, uh, really, really high on used equipment and so the and it's no different than the for example the the vehicle market for the average consumer right you know the, the, those those prices are higher than they have been uh but as a result the used stuff has also is worth more than it was um yeah two three years ago you know what i mean there's there's, there's people that are trading tractors just like i've heard of people trading yeah. vehicles and yeah. getting more for it after using it for a year or two than what they paid for it. And it's just simply because all of these prices, because of the new equipment being slower to come out or not coming out, it's just increased that price on everything. 
Well, and you know, like you mentioned in the consumer uh, market in cars, you know, it heard that they, they were having a lot of trouble with computer chips and other things that, you know, or that operate the cars. And I would imagine that's true in, in agriculture equipment too, with all the technology involved in a lot of these uh, uh, large equipment. Yes, absolutely. You've got that issue that you had, a uh, John Deere had a, uh, labor strike, yeah. uh, during the middle of all of this to add to it, for example. Right. And, and so that just compounded a problem that was already going to be there, uh, just made it even that much worse. And so, uh, it's really just, uh, the computer components, like you said, in, the, yeah. in these tractors are, there's every bit as many on these tractors as there are your nicer vehicles. I mean, and so yeah. it's, it's one of those things that, uh, it's, it's real for, for that stuff too. So, you know, you've told me again, you, you kind of shifted to, to more peanuts and that sort of thing. Have you made any other adjustments based on, uh, what you're seeing with, with prices and equipment and everything else? Has it changed anything else that you're doing or you're thinking on what you're going to get this season? Not necessarily at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and, and part of that's just because, uh, our, our, while our cost have went up, the prices have also went up mm-hmm. now, make you a little more, it makes you a little more aggressive, maybe on marketing to go ahead and get some of these high prices locked in or, you know, right. uh, that kind of deal to, to make sure, uh, you're, you're trying to capture some of this, uh, with the prices of where they are, because with these higher prices, they're not, the, the high input prices are not going to react if the market goes south, yeah. uh, the market, you know, beans go back to $10 from where they're at now, the input prices are not going to drop that fast. And so you got to make sure you've got a certain, at least a certain portion of, of your crop booked and, and yeah. kind of hedged against, uh, some of that. And so that has kind of changed, but as far as our crop mix, there'll be a little bit of shifting amongst our, uh, our grain acres maybe, uh, because of the high, high prices of fertilizer. But, you know, we were watching the fertilizer market and up until the unrest in, in the Ukraine, it, it, it was trending down yeah. and, and it fell off 20% over the, you know, well. over the last two months. And so we were headed in the right direction thinking, Hey, this is going to be all right. Yeah. And then all it takes is, 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 is one, right. uh, crazy guy in Russia to, to, to trip the triggers for, for talk everybody. Ab- yeah. Talk about bad timing then. Um, yeah, it really, really yeah. was. And so now we're just getting closer to planning where those decisions have to be made. And, and we're back to where we were yeah. say three months ago on prices. And so, uh, the, really probably that fertilized market is, is the most fluid, but it also, it dictates so much. Well, I was going to ask about, and, and so that kind of explains it for me, but I was going to ask about the, you know, on top of everything else that's been going on, you have this new conflict in Europe and with Russia. And so it is impacting some things. Do you, do you anticipate that maybe causing any more trouble for you down the road? Is that something you're concerned about as you move forward with the plans that you have? I'm not worried about any other inputs that affecting any other, any other mm-hmm. inputs other than the fertilizer and our fuel. And, and those two things, uh, are, are, are very real concerns. And, and I think we've all seen it at the pumps and we're going to see it at the, 
uh, right. when we, we buy diesel for the, for this year and, and also in that fertilize and, you know, real input cost and things like that. And, and, you know, you hope that things kind of get smoothed out that way, sure. you know, this stuff can kind of settle back down like it was trending. And, but it, is it going to be too little too late? I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, so in the big picture, because, you know, you have, you have the prices uh, of some of these commodities going up, are you, you're not as concerned about your profit this year, you know, with everything else being what it is, or is that, are you kind of in your head anticipating maybe not quite as good a year because of all of this? It's, I don't anticipate quite as good a year because of the increase in these, in the input cost. These prices were great prices were great to be able to capture uh, out of this last crop because we had the lower input cost and then got the high prices on the on the back end good weather to boot it was the you know it was the best of all the world right uh, this year's i don't anticipate being near as good because those inputs like we like i said earlier they're, they're not going to fall uh if things just kind of get settled out it's going to be uh, we'll be looking at 23 before you see a lot of these inputs fall, right. especially like the chemical on the chemical side, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, looking past all of this, are there anything else that you're anticipating this season? Uh, are you hopeful in terms of weather? Any other, any other uh, predictions for the year as you're looking <laughs> ahead? I know that's a dangerous business, but uh, how's everything else looking overall? I, you know, we're obviously, uh, I think like a lot of the states had had a few blasts of winter weather, and uh, things are in our neck of the woods wet at the moment. Uh, you know, we were we had a really a smooth planting early in in the, our planting season last year, and and I firmly believe that was one of the biggest reasons why our yields were where they were because mm-hmm. everything went in really good, and so. This weather over the next uh, six weeks, two months right. is going to be huge when it comes to that. Yeah. And and you know if that can go in, if you know if you if you're planning into the wet and kind of behind the eight ball from the start, boy, it just never seems like it catches up right. And right. so that that would that's the, probably the biggest concern as far as out there supply issues on inputs doesn't seem to be like it's going to be uh as bad as what was once predicted earlier you know at the end of last year's crop they were saying oh you got to get everything booked because it's going to be tight yeah not saying that now uh things have kind of freed up a little bit and and so they're going to be higher priced but it is going to be available so we're going to be able to farm just like we always have i think you'll see guys cut back on maybe extra fertility I mm-hmm. think that they'll cut back to just to, to the bare bones, what you got to have, not going to do a whole lot of extra. Uh, but you know, and I, I think it's going to where commodity prices are. I think people might be willing to spend a little bit more, but I think it's just going to cost more in general to grow this crop. There's no doubt that it's going to. Right. And so, uh, you know, when some of this stuff frees up, when the, uh, some of the unrest uh, gets, fixed overseas and things mm-hmm. like that. I think that'll dictate a little bit on where everybody heads, but we're still going to go out here and 
work from sunup to sundown and try to get a crop in and get it grown and get it harvested right. just like we always do. Yeah, so now you 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 move past some of this and start worrying about the weather, like which is a normal thing, I guess. Yes. So, yes. Uh, is yes. just curious when you mentioned it. Is there anything that you did late last year when people were kind of reactionary about everything or a little concerned about where things were heading? Yeah, were you I, did any actions that you took at that time? They're like, I'm glad I did that. That really helped me prep for where I am now. Well, I. I I just had good communication with our local retailers and I just called the guys up and said, Hey, listen, is this, is this real? Is this going to be an issue? And, and depending on who you call, depending on what product they said, Oh, well, this is going to be tight or that's going to be tight. Yeah. But, but in, in, in conversations with them both, I felt comfortable that a lot of the supply issue stuff was pretty well going to kind of work itself out. And, and more times than not, it does. And yeah. so I didn't jump out there and and get anything booked or anything like that extra than I would normally. And so right. just tried to play the waiting game. And, and I think that's going to, I'm not going to say it was the 100% right answer, but I don't think we're going to be hurt by doing that by yeah. at all. You don't feel bad so, about it. You feel pretty not solid. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other stories you're hearing from people? Or do you know anyone that obviously with the equipment issues that's really, you know, between a rock and a hard place on that. Uh, I, I did see a, a post uh, on social media this week. In fact, it was yesterday, I guess. And the gentleman had ordered a, ordered a tractor. And I don't know what what company he just said he ordered a new tractor in May of last year okay. with, the, with the promise that it was going to be here by, I think the initial promise was early winter. Well, then the next update came and said, well, it's going to be first of March. And they thought, oh, well, that's still fine. That'll yeah. help us to get it in, get the crop in the ground. Well, then the next update was, well, it's, it's probably going to be first of May. And, oh, and then it became, uh, then the, the last update was the first of June. Oof. And he said, he said, you know, I, I'm just hoping to have this tractor by harvest now. <laughs> oh, and, 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 you know, this was a tractor that was ordered in May of right. 2021. Yeah. And, and here we are, and they're, they're saying it's going to be a year plus. And I even talked to a gentleman uh, that I know that, that works for one of the major equipment manufacturers uh, over the last week, and he said it's so frustrating for them yeah, because he's out here trying to push product and sell product, but he doesn't have anything to push or sell. Right. He said yeah. somebody could come in with cash money right now wanting to buy a brand-new tractor or cotton picker or combine or whatever and if it's one of these few items that he said he couldn't sell it to him right. because he doesn't have anything well yeah and that's that, that's really frustrating for those guys and so uh it, it's it's not it's yeah, not so ideal it's, for anybody it's across the industry and not just uh, really down to the farmers yeah you're right so well, I, I, I'm glad to hear you've got things planned out. I hope everything goes well, and I hope the weather uh, does what it should do uh, and uh, everything works out. I, I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you, Rob. All right. Thanks for the update, and uh, look forward to talking to you again in the future. Sounds good. Y'all just call anytime. All right. Take care. Take care.
All right. Now on the AgCast, I'm joined by Arkansas Farm Bureau Senior Vice President Matt King. And we're going to follow up. We, we spoke earlier, Matt, with Heath Donner of Mississippi County. He talked a lot about how rising input costs have, you know, what role they played in his planning for this year and how it's, what impact it's had on him personally. So I want to get a, get a feel, a bigger picture view uh, from the economic standpoint on that. I mean, I think if you look across the state in agriculture right now, the inflation that we're all feeling just as consumers, just everyday people mm-hmm. out here looking at gas prices and things like that, going from costing $40 to fill up your car, now it's 60 or $80 to fill up your car. Um, each one of these farmers out there looking at going in and, and purchasing tanker loads of diesel right now, if you can even get it, right. because there's still some of the supply chain issues that we've seen early on. You have Roundup, different chemicals and things like that, three or four times what they were, sometimes in some cases five times what they were last year. Now you've got diesel prices are going to be twice what they were a year ago. Now some of these commodity prices, because of some of the shortfalls that we're seeing with Ukraine, with wheat, with um, grain, with corn and other products mm-hmm. like that, you're seeing some rise in prices. But one of the major crops we grow in Arkansas, rice, there's been really no movement in the rice price right now. Right. And rice is a hit, probably one of the most expensive crops to grow and grow out there because of the water usage and, and different things like that that you have. So you have these huge costs associated with it, which are going up higher this year. Right. But no real increase in price. Yeah. The so pol- nothing to balance that out. Nothing to balance it out. And you think about how cold it's been mm-hmm. this winter, and especially even now into March, we're looking at snow today. But the, the really cold weather right now is impacting our poultry guys who are having to go out and buy more and more propane. Right. Used to be it was a dollar last year. Now it's over two dollars. Yeah. This year to heat and keep those chickens warm to to continue to let them grow out. So each aspect of agriculture right now is really feeling the pinch. And with the the challenges that we're seeing in the uh, livestock side of this you're starting to see because of high feed cost mm-hmm. some of these folks are dumping some of their cat getting rid of some of the cows trying to get them to the feed market as quickly as they can right now because it's so so expensive to to hold on to those and the the outlook's not getting any better right now right. with some supply problems that we have across the world so those prices are actually going down for livestock right now input prices everything's going up yeah. Agriculture's in a really tight squeeze right now. Yeah, so there's nobody getting out of this. There's there's no way to avoid it. You're going to get hit somehow whether it's like you said, if livestock or or well, row crop. Livestock, row crop, everybody's feeling this. I mean, diesel's a, a huge part. I mean, we haven't even really got to to feeling the fertilizer pinch right now because Russia is a huge supplier of nitrogen fertilizers. Mm-hmm. So as, as consumers when we start going to get the things for our yard, that yeah. that that urea, the, right. the the nitrogen that you want to put on your yard is going to be more expensive this year than what it was last year. So we're going to start to feel oh, yeah. some of those things. Now, another thing that uh, Heath mentioned was, you know, a lot of people had made orders for things, equipment and other things that were supposed to be ready and just aren't. And, you know, that this supply chain issue that you touched on is mm-hmm. also having an impact on just getting what you need to, to do what you've planned. Absolutely. I mean, whether you're talking about equipment or you're just talking about chemicals and other supplies for, for these things, a lot of these things are imported mm-hmm. and we've seen these things haven't, haven't really come in like they need to. And with fuel prices and different things like that, nothing's getting any cheaper. You can't do any long-term booking or anything like that as, as an, a lot of folks would maybe go, maybe at this time 
of year one to go book their diesel fuel that they're going to have to buy for their irrigation systems or their tractors in the summer, mm-hmm. you can't for a contract right now uh. because the, there's so much volatility in this marketplace. It's and, and imagine running a business and not knowing what your costs are going to be at the end of the year. Right. Right. It makes it really challenging in agriculture to, to do that. And you have no control over what you're going to charge for your product because it's a commodity. Right. And somebody's going to tell you what you're going to pay for it. So as John F. Kennedy said, agriculture is the only business where we buy everything uh, retail and sell everything wholesale. Yeah. And to throw on top of all of this, you know, the usual concerns about what's the weather going to be, what's, you know, we, we just don't know where these things are going. So you've, you've got the mix for what could be a really challenging year. Absolutely. I mean, we've, We've done, tried twice this winter trying to do Senator Bozeman's friend, uh, uh, Golden Plow Award for him right. because of his great support for agriculture and, and for, our, for our community. And we've had to cancel it both times because of snow and ice. Right. And we're looking at late February, and very rarely do we get that. Rescheduled some of that for officers and leaders, so God forbid yeah. we may get an ice storm in, <laughs> yeah. in July. And, well, what do you see? I mean, uh, again, it's going to be a roller coaster ride. It's hard to predict, uh, especially now that we have a war uh, that's that's happening out there. Um, it's just uh, looking ahead to you know summer and, and and fall. Any predictions or any thoughts on where things could head at this point, Rob? I mean, I think it's going to be a rough ride for farmers, for consumers, for everybody out here heading into this summer, just because of of all the uncertainty that's out here. Right. I mean, with fuel prices, oil prices, different things like that. Like, I think yesterday we hit a record price on on oil prices. Mm-hmm. There's some talk of going up to $200 a barrel. The previous high yeah. was 136 Yeah. Um, that's that's going to have a huge impact on everybody. And agriculture is not going to be any different. And they're, they use a lot of energy in agriculture. What, what, how do you think farmers are going to handle all of this, all the challenges? Rob, farmers are going to do the same thing they always do. They're going to go out and they're going to produce the food that all of us need every day. And, and that because that, that's what their job is and that's what their passion is. You, you do farming because you love farming. And you go out there every day and you take care of your animals. You produce the crops. They're going to feed, feed everybody in, in the country. The good news that we have, I think, right now is we don't have as many of the supply chain issues like we had during the pandemic. So as far as mm-hmm. short uh, being short of products on the shelves and things like that, probably not going to see see a lot of those things because our farmers are going to be out there producing these food, producing the food. We've not seen major disruptions in the supply chain from the restaurant side of this and the consumer side of this, like we did during the pandemic. Right. It's it's going to be it's business as usual right now. Thank God the pandemic is is coming yeah. to a close. God keep our fingers crossed yeah. on on all of knock that. Knock on wood. Knock knock on wood here, but. Uh, Hopefully get this get that behind us and, and the the poultry products, the corn, the rice, soybeans, everything that needs to be grown. Our guys our guys are gonna be out here producing yeah. it each and every day. So, you know, there there may be some rough roads ahead, but one thing we know is the farmers are gonna keep doing what they do. They're gonna keep doing what they do, praying for better prices and praying for lower input yeah. prices. All right. Well thank you for this, uh for, for kind of uh closing out. We wanted another perspective on this issue and we'll probably need some more as we move into the summer. So we'll, we'll probably talk to you again. Thank you very much. Sounds good. Thanks, Rob. That's it for another Arkansas AgCast. We'll be back next Thursday with more news and views on Arkansas agriculture.